Hey, this is Dan here from Rune Silk, and I'm joined by one other, and that's none other than Damo for show. And this is the Beard Mail Podcast. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. <laughs> such a such a vibe, absolutely such a vibe. For everybody yeah. that's tuning in on Spotify, you can't see that me and Dan are vibing right now to that intro tune because we're just loving that intro tune. Welcome to the Beardmail Podcast. This is brilliant because it is episode five, but people won't know, Dan, but we know, but they won't know. It's all a little bit wonky in our order because we're doing, we're going to do a live one. So this is pre-recorded and it's going to go out and that, but it definitely is episode five. um, And today we are going to be talking about something that brought us together. And that is beards. This could be a caption. Dan's doing a demo pose for show. Just there, just there. Everybody, so, everybody's demo pose, and we took this so much to talk about with beards, Dan. I don't even know where to start. So I, I, I might know I'm exactly where to start. Totally. I'm going to start. Good. Let me start. I'm going to ask one question. One question. Go. Where did it come from? Where did the demo pose begin? How did it start? And how did it become so famous? That's a, that's a good question. For those of you that don't know, uh, the demo pose is, is my is my infamous, is it infamous, famous? It's my famous pose that I do. And basically, right, you have to look up to the side, put your chin up, and you have to think deep, man. And there's a, there's a good story behind it, actually. It's, it's got to be a good seven-odd years old, I think, by now. Um, and long story short, I was doing a photo shoot for a beard uh, product company. It was Fuzz Muzzle. They're not around anymore. Um, but it was the first time I sort of got into doing bearding and, and a photo shoot. And every time the photographer was throwing that camera towards me, I kept turning to the side um, because I knew it was a better angle and a better look for my beard. So I turned to the side a little bit and I'd look up and I just tried this. This was the only model move I had. It was the only thing I had going in them early days. Um, and I just tried to look a bit pensive. And what happened was the guy, uh, Rob Hepburn, actually, who run Fuzz Muzzle, he goes, Damo, you keep doing that like that same that same pose in there. It's like a it's like a thing, it's like it's like a dame. Yeah, it's like a demo pose, isn't it? And and that was how it came about. Um I had been doing it before that and uh, it was sort of a thing in my family where people it wasn't called a demo pose at that point but it was just the pose i'd always do i think it was just a better angle for my beard and um so people in my family used to do it anyway even without beards and i think that's why it took off so i started doing an online competition um every thursday and it became demo pose thursday but the beauty of it was was that you didn't need a beard to do it anybody could do it you know and we had people entering the competition um with their nan their dad their grand their dogs their cats statues and whatever um but because i did it every single week and we did a competition every week and have been doing it pretty much every single week for seven odd years eight years um it sort of stuck and then i started to do it on telly and i started to do it celebrities and i started just slipping it in everywhere everywhere i could a cheeky little demo pose um and that's what it is and that's how it started and long may it continue i'm still doing a demo pose competition every thursday in a secret group that we can't talk about Next bloody question. You can talk about it. You can mention it if you like. I'll go on then. So I have my own exclusive group called Demo's Beardy Fun Club. And it's the only place 
where you can do the demo pose competition every Thursday and win some awesome swag. You can win some rune silk swag. Um, you can win loads of cool stuff that's on the prize board. Um, but yeah, the demo pose has been a, it's been a good thing for me in my life. Um, and uh, and I hope that it continues to be awesome for a long, 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 long time. But this, hey, this was this was a demo pose winnings, mate. That's an old one, isn't it? Yeah. So this is number thirty-three of the. Uh, I still got it on my keys because this was a demo pose, demo pose winnings from. So the guys that can't see that, that is the, the, the leather fob from the bearded leatherman. Bearded Leatherman, awesome, Jay Lewis. Yeah, there, so there are some exclusive Damo Pose Leatherman uh, fobs out there that were numbered, yeah. They were limited edition stuff. Um, and and now you can get Damo Pose stickers. They've got all sorts, all sorts of stuff, mate. Um, but let's talk about beards. Let's start, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a humble introvert, Dan. I don't want to talk about me and my pose. Let's talk about beards. How big's your beard? Uh, we talk, we're talking girth or length, because mine's a little bit pointy. And it, but it does go straight, pointy and straight. At the moment, it's probably probably a good 12 or 13 inches, I'd say. How big yours? I don't know. I need to measure it. It's getting quite. It's getting quite the uh, the spade. It, it's it's like a one yeah. of those uh, dwarven beards. It's like a shovel. You could really. Um, so I don't know. I've got kind of that square shape, just chunk. Um, I can't pull it down into a tight. So I'm I'm going to go out there and say it's probably. Around the nine, ten inch mark. Yeah, maybe. It's not, it's not the size, of, is it, Dan? It's the, it's what you do with it that counts. What do you do with it's yours? What you do with it, and I do with loads of it, loads of mine. Uh, I quite recently, I've actually been dipping it in paint. I could have used it as a giant paintbrush, Damo. Mm. Um, it doesn't sound good. That, no, that's the downfall of having a beard. So I've been painting a house, a whole house, Damo, a whole house. I'm broken this week, broken man, broken for show. Um, and the amount of times I've dipped my paint, my beard in a tub of paint <laughs> or just turn and like whoosh, whipped the beard into a painted wall um which makes it really hilarious i've got paint I've, I've actually painting there today because i've been doing it today and you get to this point where you put your finger in it and it stops and you're like oh that's gonna hurt oh you gotta break the paint apart and um yeah that's the downside of having a beard is uh, it gets in the way sometimes but I don't think I'd like to see my face with that one. I, I think I might be 12 underneath all of this facial hair. My cunning plan was always to have a beard for a long time. And then when I got really old, I would shave it off and thus make myself look a good 10 years younger. Um, that was always my cunning plan. But that said now, um, you know, it, it, it grows on you. You do get attached to it. And I do know for a fact a few people that have had decent beards shaved off massively regretted it. Um, and I do know how baby face and how different it's such a huge change to go from if, if you did anything. But look, I've been growing my beard every single day for nearly eight years. If you do anything every day for eight years and then in one fail swoop of a razor or, you know, in one in a five minute shave, you can take it all off. That is a massive change. That's a massive transition. That's a massive difference. Mm. And it undoubtedly does affect you massively. It affects your confidence and how you look. And it's like, it's huge. It's a massive thing to shave the beard. And that's why I would never recommend it. Certainly not in no. one fell swoop. So I think for me as well, because I've actually got, I've got a real baby face. I mean, I'm, you know, my problem is as well, is if I pull that back, I actually really don't have a chin. Yeah, like I've like got it. a proper hillbilly chin, like, you know, it's like, it, so if I shaved, it would be, I'd look stupid. So whereas the great thing about having a beard is you can almost shape your face to how you want it. With, um, 
So for me, yeah, the beard, the beard staying. I did, I did, um, I did plan on doing a reverse Movember once, and I was going to shave it off and and be clean shaven for November. But that was when I kind of had a really small beard, and it kind of grew back fairly quickly. Um, but I, I think this is the longest I've got to. Usually, in the misses is like you're going to trim that back a little bit. It's it's mm. uh, it's, it's in your food, babe. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no. No, I, I I need I need to keep it, um, but it's my it's also it's my um, it, it's my brand, not my brand, my personal brand. Like my, my I was talking to my my, my missus actually. I think it was, this might have been this morning or was it yesterday morning. She was like she was like oh, I was talking to some of the mums at school and she and and one of the women were like your husband, he's the one with with the really the really big. She's like, yes, re the really big beard. Yeah, you can say it. And, but it was almost like she, she didn't want to be, she was like, she said, do, do you like that kind of thing? And, she, yeah. and I said, and I literally butted in, I said to her, oh, you should have just said not really, but it's grown on me a bit. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but it's one of those, isn't it? People recognize me um, for, for my beard. And even local, just, just now, I was coming out of the house and a Tesco driver pulled up. He lives a few doors down to this house I'm doing up. And um, he was like, oh, are you right, mate? And I, and I, I sort of recognised him, but didn't recognise him. And he was like, oh, "Have you just bought the place, have you?" And I was like, "I was like, yeah, 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 yeah." And we were talking for a bit, and then he was like, oh, "I bet I'm gonna have to get some more of your oil at some point, mate. I'm nearly out." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, of course, okay. I've met him at a market or something, and I've sold him some product." Um, but but so, sometimes I do just find myself having conversations with random people that have got beards because it's almost like a mutual connection, isn't it? I don't know if you if you notice it yourself, but you know, you never see two clean shaven guys walk down the street and go. All right, mate. Nice, clean, yeah. shaven face. Yeah. You know, whereas you know, actually, you know, it was it was quite funny. Even my daughter noticed it. There's a, a van driver drove past the other day, and he had this massive beard. And he looked, he looked. I, I pulled over to let him go. He looked in and was like, rather than sort of like doing that, he looked in and kind of gave me the big nod of nod of affirmation, you know, recognition. Like, cheers, boss. You know, there are the, there are the subtle ones. I I, I go all, all out if I see anybody with a beard. I'm literally and and sorry for the guys on the on Spotify there listening, but you won't be able to see this. But you know sometimes there's that you know little wink, bit too much, little nod sometimes. But I literally go uh, all, all the time. I have thumbs up, like literally just doing all that because it, it is a thing. You're absolutely right. You wouldn't see two clean shaven men doing that. But there's a lot of beard appreciation out there for. Uh, for guys when you are out in the street but i find as well um some of the work that i do it's just a great opener for conversation and mm -hmm. I, I literally had this conversation earlier today where you you can't in a group of in a in a, in a in a new group of strangers you might be networking or you might be at a meeting or you might be at, you know fitting customers or whatever you can't literally go up to a woman who's got large breasts and say hey you have lovely large breasts would you like to talk but if you walk into a room and there's a guy with a big, large beard, you can very well go up to him and say, hi, you have a really large beard. Would you like to chat? Yes, please. It's like it's a real opener for conversation um, for complete strangers. I think it breaks down barriers and I think it really helps, certainly in situations with strangers. So, yeah, if anyone sort of I really think it helps massively in business. And that if you're if you're networking or in an environment where you're where you've got to talk to strangers, having a beard is a great sort of it drops a few barriers, doesn't it? And people people remember you as well. I, I, I went to a a training course in Peterborough, and um, I was talking to them about it. It, it was progressive, yeah, progressive properties training. Hi, um, Robert, you're the podcast. <laughs> great training, <laughs> definitely. Um, 
But I was talking to a woman and I, because my background is obviously e-commerce and um, e-commerce platforms such as Shopify and WooCommerce and that sort of thing and building websites. And um, and I was talking to a woman and she said, oh, yeah. And it was about, she was like, oh, I might, I was talking to her about websites. She said, oh, yeah, you know, I might need to give you a shout one time. And I said to her, well, just remember, I'm the guy who met the massive beard. And she went, absolutely. You know, because when you went, especially in network, and if you're the only person there with this with a massive beard, you're going to be remembered. Oh, it's mm. the guy with the massive beard. No one goes, oh, the guy with the really clean shaven look on his face and, you know, nice jacket. Mm. You know, immediately it's the guy, even if, they could, even if they didn't see me and they went up to Chuck Norris, I mean, hey, you were at a networking event, weren't you? Cracking beard. Um, you know, but it's, oh, I definitely, and I think the, 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 the recognition when you see another bearded guy, I think it's also just the, it's the recognition of the hard work you went through to get to this. Because mm. most people I speak to go, like, oh, yeah, I really wanted to grow a beard, but I just couldn't get past that really annoying phase and or the, or the hobo phase or, you know, the, the bit where I look a bit homeless. And it's like, it's like, yes, there is a phase where you look a knob. Like you, you can't, you, ha- you everyone goes through it. It's the same as when you shave your head. You know, there's a phase where you look like a knob until your hair grows back and you can put some style into it. It's the same with a beard, isn't it? You know, if you're growing a beard and you get frustrated, I just say, look, just go to a barber's and make sure you just keep it shaped. And as you grow, get it shaped, grow, get it shaped. Unless you've got time to lock yourself in a cupboard for six weeks and come out and go, beard! You know, it's, you, you just, you've got to just keep it in a good shape. Otherwise, yeah, you, you look at yourself and go, yeah, I'm going to shave that off. And I, I did it so many times in the early phase of my beard journey. You know, I never let it get more than a, a couple of inches. And I was like, oh, it's got to go. It's got to go. It's got to be shaved and trimmed and look real nice. And and then, and then, yeah, I think, I can't, I think lockdown happened. And I was like, come on then, you bastard. I don't think I've ever spoken to anybody and, and had a beard conversation. And they've said to me, oh, yeah, I had a beard and didn't like it. So I got rid of it. The, the general theme of conversation would either be, Oh, I used to have a massive beard and then I got rid of it because of X, Y, and Z. And I wish I never now. And like seeing yours now, I wish I had a big beard again. Um, or people said, oh, I can't grow a beard and I really want to grow one. Like most people are, are fans of the beards. I don't speak to many people. Um, I don't know whether that's just the nature of, you know, um, who I am and I've got a big beard. But nobody comes up to me. They'll, they'll usually tell you a story from the glory days when they had a really big beard, but they haven't mm. got it anymore. Um, and I, I think what's what's really interesting as well, is um every every time i see someone who's clean shaven they are they, they'll look at my beard and they'll be like yeah i want to grow a beard i want to grow a beard well someone else as well i can't remember what it was dan you put me off you put your hand backwards and it's thrown me yeah sorry I was gonna, point. you look really cool mate you look really cool i, I feel like i should get well, you should send me, you should send me one of those hats um, i will do I will. your birthday's coming up soon isn't it i can pick you up for your birthday Fill in for me, Dan. Talk about beards. I'm going to think about what I was just thinking about. It was brilliant as well. It was something really brilliant. What was it? Well, I can I can come in with a with a fact. It wasn't the fact that your that beards were once prescribed, was it? So uh, in the Victorian yeah, that's, ex- era, that's exactly what it was. I wanted to say, Dan, tell me some facts about beards. Tell me about the Victorian era, because I'm going to seriously. You you said something earlier, and I thought, oh yeah, I'm going to say that. But I've got to try my hardest with this podcast not to jump in and interrupt. And then you started talking about something else, and I forgot what it was. You tell me about the Victorian era, and I'm going to think my hardest behind the scenes on what I'm going to talk about. So while while we're doing this podcast today, I did come across a really interesting website where it's sixty cool beard facts, and and the first one was that that beards were once prescribed. 
uh, in the Victorian era, doctors prescribed beards as a way to prevent illness. So all of y'all saying that shave your beards during COVID because it's catching all those germs. Actually, in the Victorian era, they told you to grow it to prevent illnesses. Um, back in those days, doctors reasoned that a thick beard could act as a filter that would help to trap harmful particles before entering the body through the mouth. So just don't put the beard in the mouth. Um, men were encouraged by doctors to grow a beard as needed. So uh, there's quite a lot of um, posts on Instagram, wasn't there, where people were putting their glasses on and they were getting their beard over their face. Yes. And their face masks and stuff like that. Yeah, I haven't got any glasses on. I can't, <laughs> I can't hold it up like that. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. I might do that and go into a shop one day. If I, if I get the mask, um, then uh, I'll just go in like that and just say I've got my, my, my face filter on. You have, so, to explain what, you have to explain what we're doing, Dan, for the podcasters. Oh, for those that are listening on the uh, on the audio only, we were creating face masks out of our beards by lifting, them up, with our beards. lifting them up over our mouth and nose to act as PPE. Oh, please tell me, can you tie it up over your head? <laughs> That's brilliant. Damo for show can actually tie his beard up over his head like a bonnet bow. Oh, goals. I, don't, I, could, goals. I, I could have put it in a double knot, but I don't want it. I can only get it around, around the back. You do it around the back. We're no, currently for the Spotifyers. We're just playing with our beards now. I'm but Damo's just, Damo's just, just, he's just, just getting his length out and showing, just showing off. Tied a little, little one now. So did you remember? Did you remember after all of that? Did you remember what it was that you wanted to say, or do I have to come? I in can't. And do you know what? It was it was it was a really cool story as well. I was going to say, and, and it's literally gone. I will let my subconscious work on it, and, and I'll come. I'll come back. Let's let's move on. Let's talk more. Have you got any more interesting facts? Can you do sixty well, and sixty seconds? That'll be poignant. Well, what we'll do, we'll, we'll kind of ignore number two because it says Alexander the Great made his army shave, so he, we don't like him. No. Um, Number three, they increase social status. A study published in Behavioural Ecology found that the beards play an influence on people's perceptions of a man's social status. True. Beards can protect against jellyfish. <laughs> if you ever find yourself preparing for a long-distance competitive swim, consider growing a beard for maximum protection. Million percent. Million percent. Oh, are you about to say Sean Conway? Say again. Are you about to say Sean Conway? You about to say first man? Yes, Sean Conway, yeah. Yes, I, I read Sean Conway's, um, a couple of his books, actually. Um, you say your bit. I love him. I'm a big fan. You, you say your bit. He, he I would say the first man to cycle, swim and run the entire length of Great Britain, Sean Conway, kept a beard to stop jellyfish from stinging his face while he was in the water. So I, I actually um, read his book about the, um, the, not the swim that he did, but the cycle. And that inspired me. I also went and, and cycled the length of the country by myself off the back of reading his book. I read his book and I'm like, I could do that and then i went and did it um and then i read the swimming one and he literally he made it his thing he bought a a little boat on ebay on a credit card for five grand got his mate to skipper it like borrowed a canoe from somewhere um and then literally went and dumped himself off the off the cornwall coast uh, down at land's end um, and then just started swimming he got speedo to sponsor him a couple of wetsuits um and some food and i think he got someone else to sponsor him some petrol he was eating like tubs of butter and that um oh. to, to keep his, his calories up for, for mm. swimming for you know all the hours of the day and a bit of the night but he got so far and he kept getting stung by jellyfish um and he and, it, and it, obviously the whole escapade took him i don't know, I can't remember it was 80 days or eight months i can't remember what it was but it, the whole escapade took him so long that he got to a point where he realized that when he, if he stopped shaving the, the jellyfish things weren't so bad and then after that he sort of 
then became this awesome endurance guy that just does this for a living and he's well renowned for his massive ginger beard um and his awesome personality so big shout out to sean conway if you're listening um that's an epic little swim he's done there no, i love that i love that uh builds are like built in sunscreen that that actually one thing i was going to mention earlier is one of the also one of the reasons why i don't think i can ever shave my beard is because i'm genuinely worried at how white my skin is underneath the beard because not, not seen the sun for a long time not seen the sun for, for for quite a few years um have a guess at the world's longest beard oh god it's 17 footer in it or something Absolutely. Damo Pichon knows his beard. Norwegian-American man named Hans Langseth, 1927. His beard was recorded at 5.3 metres. Damn, that's some beard, man. Did you chip over uh, Roman, oh, Tell me that was... That, no, I didn't say. <laughs> say. Romans used beards to distinguish one another. Um, by glancing at a man, you were able to tell what philosophical nation, notions he stood behind. Uh, there is a band in Australia called The Beards, and we know, obviously, if your dad doesn't have a beard, you've got two mums, yeah. that's the song. If um, your dad doesn't have a beard, you got two mums. What a tune that is. That is a good tune, actually. Um, if you can grow a beard, if you, sorry, if you can grow a great beard, you're more likely to go bald. I uh. know. Uh, well, well, I am thinning a little bit. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think mine's my problem with, with tying my hair back. Uh, I'll get to number 10. There is an irrational fear of beards. Some people are terrified whenever they spot a beard. The disorder What's has been called? named pognophobia. Uh, there can be a few different causes of this fear, but scientists have found that negative experience usually is the cause of pognophobia. Um, so, have, you ever, have you ever caused pognophobia in anyone, Dan? I don't think I wouldn't have thought that it was um, people would be scared of it. I think some people are maybe intimidated by the manliness. I think you know if you if someone's there with a massive beard, you're kind of like, oh, Jesus Christ, he's a bit of a man, isn't he? Like proper man, that guy. Yeah, let's let, let's let's not let's not um, d diminish phobias though. You can have an actual phobia about anything and actually be fricked to death of it. So somebody could be literally quite an irrational fear because a beard isn't going to do anything to you um but nonetheless i do believe i don't know anyone but i do believe that it could be that one could do something to you yeah oh can you imagine that little land coming out oh a little alien creature coming out the beard <laughs> maybe they're scared of what they'll find in there they'll find the truth the truth yeah a big, a big pasty old white chin double chin <laughs> so some beards are worth millions of dollars i do tell my barber this is insured for a million a million pounds just to scare him off from like ruining it the billy billy gibbons and dusty hill from zz top have turned down offers of one million dollars to shave off their beards by gillette we're offering that uh the rock wore a beard made of testicle hair <laughs> Woo! why Surely that's not a man's testicles, though, right? Please okay. do expand more on that. Uh, so, yes, you read this right. When filming Hercules, Dwayne Johnson agreed to wear a beard made out of yak testicle hair. Johnson has said it took three hours to put on the beard every day that he was on set. That's a lot of commitment. Yeah, but that was two, that was two hours of shaving the yak's balls. I'm looking at the picture, right? I'm looking at the... I, I can't share this, but um, I don't think I can, anyway. But... The 
looking at the picture, I'm like, there are plenty of parts of that yak where you probably could have got hair on. Yeah. Like they're, they're really hairy animals, right? They've got like hair covering their face. They've got like a big mane, like a horse, but it's all matted. So why the testicle hair? Uh, and if anyone, if anyone knows the answer to that, and uh, they are I have, I have my hand up. I have my hand up. I think I know why. Oh, I think that was probably just a preference of the yak, and he was probably getting them shaved every day just for his own for his own yakscaping. What yeah. what should people what should people Google, Dan, if you're not allowed to show them the picture? Um, <laughs> yak testicle. Uh, well, I think if you I think if you Google the rock wore a beard made of testicle hair, uh, I'm pretty sure that will bring an image up of a yak. Um, just don't Google yak testicles. Um, what does the yak look like? What's his facial expression? Does he look, you know, sad or happy or proud? <laughs> it's, it's kind of... I <laughs> don't really know because his eyes are covered by his hair, which would give away quite a lot of his emotions. He almost yeah. looks a little bit like... Is that purposeful, though? He's hiding behind his, his hair because he doesn't want to show... Is he crying? He might be crying in there. I don't know. What did no, they I use to shave him? He looks a little bit like... I think, I think he looks quite happy, man. I think he looks quite... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he looks quite zen, but you can't again. You can't see because his eyes are eyes are what? Oh, hang on a minute. Sorry, I did read that right. I just I forget that some women have got beards. <laughs> the record for longest female beard is thirty centimeters. That is bigger than mine. Is that a real life actual grown beard? In September two thousand and fifteen, Hanam Kaur received the distinguished title of being the youngest female with a full beard. While her beard may be impressive, what makes Kaur even more inspiring is her work for, as an activist for promoting body confidence. Um, makes so, sense. Yeah. Do do a job that you love if it fits what you what you look like. Well, I guess if, if, if you like your lemons, right? <laughs> Sorry, what? I, I, I was just thinking maybe I could get a job shaving yak testicles. I don't know how he swiftly went from, I was quite enjoying the yak testicle conversation, from, from shaving yak's nuts to, to the lady with a 30 centimetre beard. Was she, had, is that, was that just on the list of what, what number are we up to now? Where that was number 13. So um, some of them, some of them, are, I guess they're quite cool. They're just more like facts that are just standard. Yeah, pick, like, out, pick out more ones that are hilarious like the, the rock. I'm trying to find one. There's a tax on beards. I remember Carl Carl Sullivan from. Yeah, but we all bought a Russian Russian tax coin, didn't we? Like, yeah, that was it. Russian nobleman to show you a tax coin, and you still had to tell. You still said that you were an op for having a beard or something. Um, pognotonomy is another word for shaving. Pognotonomy. Yeah. Because interesting, when you mentioned pognophobia, which was the fear, you've obviously got pognophile, which is the love of beards. Is that right? Yes, correct. Which Tell I hate me. because it sounds really horrible. It actually almost sounds wrong, doesn't it? Pognophile. Yeah. This could sound very close to another word that's a file. Beards can't commit treason. That needs so, explaining. So, well, right before he was condemned and hanged for treason by King Henry VIII, Sir Thomas More pushed his <sighs> beard aside yes, so that I it hung outside of the execution block, as he so eloquently explained right before his death. His beard hath nothing had not hath not offended the king. So as he got his head chopped off, he's like, "Look, if you're going to cut my head off, can you make sure my beard's intact so that yeah. I still look fly as hell when I'm when dead?" When you stick me on a pole, so many people can walk past. They go, "He had such a wicked beard," <laughs> and he now has a normal, a, a, an amazing beard forever. Um, huh. 
Beards can help avoid an unwanted marriage. So there's a tip for you gentlemen out there who don't want to get married. Apparently, according to legend, there was once a Portuguese Christian princess who was commanded to marry the pagan king of Sicily. The princess was very against the arrangement, so she prayed that God would deform her appearance so that the king would find her too repulsive to want to marry. Ultimately, in response to her prayers, she grew a beard that made the king think twice about marrying her. That had a bit of a twist that I wasn't expecting. According yeah. to legend, there was once a Portuguese Christian princess who commanded to marry. Yeah, that's the same. That's just re repeated words. Um, but I wasn't expecting... Uh, dear Lord, please make my face look completely repugnant to all men. <coughs> oh, sweet. I better get some of that beard oil. Anyone know of any good beard oil companies out there? That's, yeah, some crazy ones. I could go on, but I think I, I feel like I'm just reading all of these now, so I don't know. I'll keep scrolling through. Did you remember what you wanted to talk about, or am I still doing this? I, I didn't know, but um, for those of you that are watching at home, if you're feeling a little bit seasick from Dan's wobbly camera, I'm about to tell him about it now. Dan, stop wobbling. Oh, sorry. It's because, it's because so, like uh, recently, I forgot my mouse. So I've got, I'm, I'm using the, I didn't really even think, because I, I can't see when I click onto the web page. Uh, I didn't bring my mouse with me, so I, and I, I'm using the touch screen. So obviously every time I hit my laptop and scroll through, I'm obviously yeah. rocking the boat. So um, I don't know what, quite what to do about it, because I can't use mind power to scroll down. You you will be able to shortly, mate. The future tech is coming. It's coming. I know we don't we don't talk about it. One day I think we should have a podcast episode about the future because it's coming. Um, but this is all about beards. So I I remembered. I remembered. I remembered. Oh, I'm so pleased myself. Go go, go 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 quick. Really interesting. You were talking about the concept of like having a big beard and being somewhere where we go. Wow, you got a big beard. I think it's very easy for guys that are on the beard scene in the beard communities in the beardy facebook groups going to beard competitions hanging around and seeing big beards all the time and this is like me i'm all day i'm seeing beards following mm -hmm. beards on instagram and all that when you see them all the time it's easy to forget that not everybody has a beard so you can walk into an arena you know at work or something and there's nobody else with a beard and other people aren't seeing as many beards as you're seeing so for example you know to me, my beard is it's all right, but I know on the beard scene, there's loads of beards way bigger than mine, way better than mine, um, and, and obviously been competing and, 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 and won more competitions than that. And that's how your mindset gets. But then you put yourself in a completely different environment, and all of a sudden you could be the biggest beard that anyone's ever seen. Um, and I think that's like when you go abroad as well, it can be different. So just be mindful that, you know, your your beard is your beard. Um, don't compare it to anyone else's. But also remember that just because you tend to be looking at beards all the time or you know people with bigger beards than you, there are going to be occasions. I, I got really surprised the other day I was on, on set as an extra and I was the only guy with a beard. And everyone's like, oh, wow, your beard's amazing. And I'm thinking, yeah, I know loads of guys have got way bigger beards than me. But... Just, you know, you, you see them all the time, but it doesn't mean everyone else does all the time. So there's a tip for you. But also, we've talked a lot about big beards, Dan. And it takes a long time to get a big beard, but you don't have to have a big beard. I'm a, I'm a big fan of all lengths of beard. Um, I definitely think there's a nice beard-to-tash ratio. Mm -hmm. I saw an online competition the other day, actually. Um, some of my DBFC crew are in it. And um, there's just loads of different styles of beards. And they didn't – most beard competitions – will have categories so you're competing against similar length beards or similar styles but this particular online competition was just any beard against any beard and it was really interesting for me to think ah oh, that one's better but hang on but why is it better so it's not that it's bigger and longer it might be i i think what, what i find is a good beard is the symmetry 
or the quality. I like the colouring as well. Like I can see, there's a little bit of grey coming into your beard now, Dan, but I like a little it. Little bit, it's loads, mate. It's loads. But 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 I really like to look at people's colourings and their quality and the style and the shape. And so as much as we have talked about big beards, just because we both have big beards. In the bigger scheme of things, actually, compared to the Americans, that we ain't even got big beards, mate. We're we're, we're, we're novices compared to some of them Americans. And I think, um, I think the Scottish lads have got big beards as well. And I think there was another one. Was it Netherlands or something? I did this, this I posted this question years ago in one of the groups. But um, yeah, definitely. I mean, some of the Americans have got a huge beard. So my point is, if you've got a smaller beard, don't worry about it. If you want to grow it bigger, go for it. And if you want to keep it as it is, just make sure whatever beard you've got, you make the best of what you've got and make it look nice and tidy and well looked after and well groomed. That's my tip for the day. I think one of the best beards I've had was when it was around the four inch mark. Yeah. Um, but it was it was the best shape. I think that my beard's only got this long out of sheer just COVIDness and lockdown and laziness. Mm. So just kind of. And then the pro I think the problem is now you go into a barber's and like you say, you know, I see a bar if I go to a new barber's, you know, it's like, can you uh, cut beards? And you, they, when they kind of look at your beard, kind of go, yeah. And then they're there with the scissors shaking away. You're like, just put the scissors down. Just admit to the fact that you've never touched a beard like this. Um, and um, that I just kind of, yeah, I just didn't really get it trimmed as much my wife used to do it we used to get to a point where she'd be she'd sit me in the garden and she'd be, there'd be hair flying everywhere she's getting my beard down to about probably about half of the length of what it is now to about the four inch mark i think a four inch mark suits me um however i want personally i want a really i want i want my biggest length for when for competitions this this uh this season I'm a, I'm a bit wary of talking too much about competitions because I know that the next podcast we are talking about competitions. So yeah. I've, I've got to be careful how much we talk about. Otherwise, I mean, I can talk about it on the next one. But I do just kind of want to let it grow and see how big it is for August. I'll tell you what I do notice, actually, when you talk about knocking a few inches off there, I think this is really interesting. You don't really realise how much you touch your beard in that um, until you've took an inch off the bottom. And then you actually, oh, you feel exactly, you literally feel like you've just fell off a cliff or something because it's missing. Mm -hmm. And that happens with just an inch. So if you were ever crazy enough to have three or four inches off, like you massively, massively notice it. So um, you did obviously mention barbers and you did mention having a little inch off. I do, I do, um, I've got a couple of videos in, in my group back and, and even interviewing barbers as well and making sure that when you go to the barbers you know exactly what to ask for and you're assertive enough and confident enough to make sure they get it right because i see so many horror stories online um about beards that have been absolutely butchered at barbers mm. there's definitely an art to making sure your trim is right and sometimes that is doing itself um but always 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 um less is more is is the tip for me just less is more and then you know even if you go back two weeks later or something you haven't lost out but it just is so shocking that you can lose three four five six seven eight months of growth in one fail swoop and it takes so long to grow back and you miss it so much so mm. don't do it man don't do it unless... find, find a good barber as well like like my, my barber's really good in that they um I don't know if you can see this actually, but that is a beard hair I just pulled out and there is paint on it. That looks like a yak testicle. That is a yak testicle hair. Dwayne Johnson, if you need a beard, mate, I've got that. You can see that's paint on the end of a bit of beard. Is, I just is that paint going to wash out, mate, or are you going to have to trim? Is it water based paint? Is it coming out? 
this is bathroom paint it's waterproof <laughs> and mold proof so, get some turps in that bad boy luckily luckily some I've room that night and afterwards got some good soaps on it i was actually looking to see if there's any scissors in it. i was going to do a demonstration it's like when you go to a barber's and you, you take the beard and you know it's just it's just oh that'll do stop stop but no i was gonna say my barber's actually really good in that he, he'll say i'll go in for a trim uh, because the problem with beards is you can get like the most impeccable straight line the minute you run a comb for it this little random hair goes bang, like hey guys you missed me and you can keep doing it and keep doing it like, my most get so frustrated when she would cut it she'd be like literally every time i pull your beard forward is i can literally find about three or four hairs that spring out but he'll always say you know come back if you need to come come back in a few days and i'll just sort that bit out again for free like so i think um finding a good barber is massively key to your beard journey um, and finding a barber um, who can do beards and who's confident with beards, who've done beards, who promote themselves as bearded barbers. Um, I'll tell you what, what we should do, Damo, for show is um, I saw, I forget the name of the barbers, I saw like Pall Mall Barbers or something. It's some ridiculous Mayfair London barbers that's like, I think it's like a hundred pounds for a facial. Are you sure that was a barber's? This is why I'm hesitant about to continue my story. Uh, no, no. So you get the whole hot towel treatment and the shave and the trim and the and you know the the the, the old fashioned razor blade shave. Uh, but it is a hundred pounds. It is an hour treatment. Uh, but I think that I'm going to go and treat myself to one of those one day just because lavish. Men, men, are, men are doing more in the grooming world. They're looking after themselves more. There's, there's people having pedicures and manicures, and why not have a steam facial and bitch like you getting them Turkish barbers? They, they will shake your arm around like that and massage your arm and all sorts, wax your ears and wax your nose and black. Oh, that's, that's oh, yeah. that's the nose bit. Oh. It, it, was, it was when my barber. I don't go to him regularly, but I have been in there when I had the, the offering to say, "I make grown men cry." And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Pulls ah! literally tears start rolling down my eyes. My that goes, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. successfully made me cry. Ah. <laughs> I've, I've not actually had that done. It's um, the problem is if you've got really long tash because obviously they they do get it on the tash, and then when they get it on there, they're like, oops, sorry. It's like, well, what do you mean, sorry? That didn't sound. You should never, ever, 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 ever apologize for your work. What have you done? I've just remembered I watched something and we need to wrap up soon because we're at the 40 minute mark coming up. But mm. I saw on it, I saw on, I've seen it recently. It's, I don't know if it's trending a little bit, but guys um, with the guard falling off the clippers, um, barbers doing, whether it be hair or, or a beard. And I saw one the other day and he's just trying to like fade in the beard nice here. The clip, the guard falls off and it's like big square bold. Just like, and I'm like, oh man. Um, and I seen another one where the guy's doing like the, fr the front of the hair, and it's just like make sure the guard is on. I mean, that would be horrendous for me as a barber, I'm not a barber, but if I was a barber, and and the guard fell off and I whipped someone like that, that's you, you're done. You, you're not you're not getting a trip advisor five star and a higher. I did that. I did that with my nuts once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did, that did happen as well. It was one of those where I sort of had a bit of a manscape session. And I, and I kind of look at the clippers, look at my balls, look at the clippers, look at the balls. And I'm like, hmm, maybe should I? And I'm like, yeah, go for it. Let's just get those little stragglers. And I've gone, Zing! and I'm like, I'm like, oh, we've got a bleeder. I'm like, oh, won't do that again. Won't do that ever, ever again. And you look down, I'm like, why is it bleeding so much? 
um, yeah, don't I advise never, ever, 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 ever do manscaping without either a, a proper de device tool or with at least a guard grade one clipping device because it hurts. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we started off the podcast talking about beards and we finished talking about Dan. <laughs> hey, yaks, testicles, Dan's testicles. I'm going to play the outro, Dan, uh, but do we need to say about subscribing and all that? Or is it on the outro? I can't remember. Well, we should always just say that, guys, if you've enjoyed the podcast today, please do like, subscribe, share, comment, tell us what you think, because if you don't tell us what you think, we don't know where to take the podcast because we do it for your enjoyment. So please talk to us. And join our Facebook group, follow us on Instagram and... Uh... That's it. Also, if you don't like, like, comment, share, we will just talk more about Dan's bleeding ballsack and yak testicles. So, thanks very much. It's been a lovely show, Dan. Uh, I'll speak to you soon. I'm going to play the outro. Goodbye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. I'll see you in a bit. That's in a bit. Bye for now.